Chapter 1, Chicago, Illinois, December 1881 Oh, happy dagger, this is thy sheath. Ellie Moore gripped her hands together as she mouthed the well-known line from the last act of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. The words floated out into the dark chasm beyond the edge of the footlights, and an expectant hush filled the theater, followed by a collective gasp at the moment she plunged her fists toward her abdomen and threw her head back with an agonized grimace. There rust and let me die. Ellie let her head fall to one side and held her pose silent as the grave, while the Capulets and Montagues reconciled, and the prince delivered the final line. Not until the roar of applause swept through the auditorium of Chicago's Orpheum Theater did she stir again, ready for the curtain call. Ellie waited for the proper moment, then swept one foot behind her and sank into a low curtsy, spreading her arms wide. Her right hand brushed against the back of the red velvet curtain that screened her from the stage. Here now, don't you dare set that curtain to moving. Startled by the abrupt hiss behind her, Ellie jerked her head around and met the fierce gaze of Harold Stiller, the theater manager. At the same moment, the actors began to file off the stage. Roland Lockwood, the troupe's Montague, bumped against Ellie's outstretched hand. Arms flailing wildly, Ellie floundered to regain her balance, but to no avail. With a muffled thump, she plopped into an ungainly heap on the wooden floor. Bert Ragland, one of the stagehands, pushed past, his lip curled in obvious disdain. That wouldn't have happened if you spent your time tending to your own job instead of pretending you're some kind of star. Ellie scrambled to her feet, brushing dust from the hem of her skirt and trying to ignore the snickers from the other stagehands who'd gathered nearby. At least I intend to make something of myself, she snapped. You'll be stuck here long after I'm gone. She lifted her chin when she heard the grunts of indignation from the group. Ha! That rocked them back on their heels, all right. And good riddance. Noting the cleaner area on the floor that marked the spot where she'd made her undignified landing, Ellie swiped at the back of her skirt. I'll think of you all languishing here in this dusty hole when I'm sipping tea in London. Outright guffaws met her statement. Ellie gave up on trying to swat the dust from her backside, finding it too difficult to twist herself into a pretzel shape and maintain her haughty air at the same time. Let them say what they wanted. It didn't matter anymore. Before the night was over, she would be gone from their midst and on her way to England. There in the homeland of the bard himself, she should find many who would appreciate her acting skills, gleaned from years of observation in the theater. Finally, people would look past her drab exterior and see the raw talent that lay beneath. All she needed was a chance, just one. Then she would show them all. While the other actors dispersed to their dressing rooms, one of the crew opened the house curtain one last time so Magdalena Cole, queen of the American stage, could address the audience. Her voice filtered back into the wings. Thank you all for being here. Every performance is special to me, but tonight has a significance all its own.
Ellie glared at Bert and the others while Magdalena continued with the pretty speech she and Ellie had worked out the night before. This marks my last performance in your fair city, and not only in Chicago, but in this great land of ours. Magdalena paused to let the murmur of surprise die down before she went on. Tonight, I leave for New York, there to board a ship that will carry me away to share my art with the audiences of Europe. Don't make out that you're any better than us, Bert growled. The only reason you get to go is because you're that woman's toady. Ellie sucked in her breath. That's personal wardrobe mistress, thank you very much. Good night, my friends, and God bless you, each and every one. Magdalena glided off the stage to thunderous applause, carrying a bouquet of deep red roses in the crook of one arm. She thrust the flowers at Ellie as she walked by. Put these in water, she ordered, then gave a quick laugh. What am I thinking? I won't be here tomorrow to enjoy them, so it doesn't matter what you do with them. Throw them away if you want.